My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh Oh my! Welcome back to Our Goblet of Wine is Better, our series about the Harry Potter books, movies, and everything in between. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters three and four of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And as always, we would like to give a shout out to Boom, who is our triple threat patron. hey Thank you. hey Thank you very much. Um, we appreciate your patronage. <laughs> absolutely. We absolutely do. Yes. It is much appreciated. Yes. Um, but yeah, we don't really have uh, anything else because we're still recording this the same day that we recorded chapters one and two. So We, we literally <laughs> just finished the recording of chapters one, two, yeah. not even five minutes ago. Yeah. I think it's maybe like a minute or two in between recordings. I would say, yeah, basically. <laughs> anyway, here we are on another Ooh. day, the week later. Or a week later. Or we plan to do. We don't know yet. We might be changing things up. But yeah, we might. Who knows what's going to happen? We, we don't know what's happening right now. We don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's our podcast, and we literally don't know what is going to happen. So. I, I will say, um, if you're curious, today is August 5th, so we're recording this a bit in advance. Yay! Which is why we don't know what's happening yet, because Yay! it's August 5th. <laughs> and it'll be after September, so. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, that's a good point, too. <laughs> we don't even know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's all up in the air. It's, it's yeah. fine. Wh- whatever happened, happened. And yeah. we're back. Terry you'll Potter, know yeah. when you listen to this. You'll know, yeah, because those episodes will all be out by now. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, you guys are weird. Why are you talking about this? <laughs> you know what? We can actually discuss it since they would know already. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. We're we're talking about the Disney episodes. Yeah, because we don't know how long or, like, how many we're going to have or whatever. Yeah, I need to reach out to people again because the few people that were interested haven't really responded. (gasps) Wait, I didn't respond to someone. No, I did respond to them. Never mind. I was about to say, excuse you. Just kidding. (laughs) That's your job. I know it's my job. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so we'll have done Oz by now, like, you maybe listen to that i don't know maybe oz was great um and then we'll have done disney yes whatever we were planning on doing for disney (laughs) well we will find out we will find out and now we're at harry potter again yeah so here we are always glad to be back to harry potter always even if it's my least favorite book (laughs) (laughs) yeah gonna be kind of sad when we're done with the harry potter series yeah. yeah, and then we'll have to start putting other series in where we would have done Harry Potter, and it'll be really kind of interesting. I mean, we already know what the next series is going to be, so... Yeah, we could tell them, but I don't want to. But, well, yeah, they can find out when it happens. <laughs> in a couple years. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll change our minds by then. <laughs> Maybe it won't be a couple years. <laughs> that too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know either. Yeah. Um, But anyway, we have uh, spent three minutes talking about absolutely nothing. Yeah. 
So here we are. So here we are. Chapter three, the night Hi. bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, with our, our trusty Stan Shunpike. Well, before we even get to him, That's Harry's true. still wandering on his own. Well, he's not even really wandering well, that far. Yeah, okay. Not that far. He mentions the wall of number two privet drive. Does he? I don't remember that. Which is not far from number four Privet Drive. I thought he went further than that. <laughs> no, because the wall that he talks about is number two. And then he uh, mm. sees a big creature. Yeah! The low wall in Magnolia Crescent? No, he mentions a wall, though, for number two. No. At some point he does. Where? Because I remember listening. Oh, you're right. Ha! <laughs> Lumos, Harry muttered, and a light appeared at the end of his wand, almost dazzling him. He held it high over his head, and the pebble-dashed walls of number two suddenly sparkled. <laughs> I mean... Is Magnolia... I, okay, so so my question, I guess, is, like, do the Dursleys live where there's an intersection of streets? That that was going to be my next question, yeah. My question is, is Magnolia Crescent, like, right by Privet Drive? Is Probably. he just, like... Or they, or he could be talking about number two Magnolia Crescent, or who knows? We don't know. But um, if it's number two Privet Drive, he hasn't gone like anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it would make more sense if it's Magnolia Crescent. Yeah. But she wasn't very specific about. She it. wasn't. No, she just says so, number two. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But yeah, so he does shine the light or whatever. Um, well, can we can we first talk about how he thinks he's now an outlaw? Oh yeah, this thirteen-year-old. <laughs> little thirteen-year-old. He's so worried about the fact that he's going to be expelled from Hogwarts and not allowed back um, to Wizarding World. Yeah, and just all this stuff. And I'm just like Harry. There's. There's no way or reason, you know, that you should be outlawed for accidental magic. Right? It was accidental. Exactly. Like your emotions just got the best of you, and you haven't learned how things to happened. That yet, so. Yeah, like he's still in a very like basically puberty has started and it's making everything weird. He's moody. Harry, he's I moody. promise you. I promise you, the wizard cops are not after. <laughs> the wizard cops. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he doesn't have a plan. No, All he's definitely done not. Is walked out of the house where he actually had a home. Um, <laughs> he has nowhere to go, no friends to speak of that are you know nearby. Yeah, um, he's not really sure how to travel anywhere. He doesn't have any Muggle money. He just has some of his money from Gringotts. Yeah. Um he's like what what do I what do I do? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he thinks it's a criminal. <laughs> yep. And then after the Lumos and Wall stuff of whatever building it is, he sees the this big creature staring at him. And he's like, What the heck is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, the, and then, right as he's, like, about to go and, I guess, try to get a closer look. He, I don't remember, because, like, he, he fell, and... Yeah, but he fell because of the night bus. No, I think he fell, like, right before the night bus would have 
Come, hold on. Let me go back to the Lumos uh, sentence. Okay. <laughs> uh, Harry stepped backwards. His legs hit his trunk and he tripped. His wand flew out of his hand as he flung out an arm to break his fall and landed hard in the gutter. There was a deafening bang and Harry threw up his hands. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was when he was falling and I guess he when his wand flew out of his hand, that hand like signaled, I guess, to the night oh, yeah. bus. Um, cause yeah, what, the way you signal to the night bus that you want to be picked up is by extending your wand hand. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. No, because you could literally be signaling to the night bus at any time. If you ever happen to use your wand hand, which is probably your dominant hand to signal at anything. Yeah. You could be like children this way, come this way. And look at those flowers. Yeah, or look at this painting. Look what I found, or whatever. Yeah. So, logic, not really there, Joe. Not feeling it. Don't nope. like that. Um, I like the idea of the night bus, but yes. it needs a better, it needs a better way signal. to signal. Yeah. Or, like, maybe there's, like, a secret place that you stop as a wizard and you do a certain thing at that place, or whatever. I don't or, know. Or maybe you just add on to it. Maybe... You do stick out your dominant, your wand arm, but then you say, like, specific yeah, words. you, like, say something. Yeah. I don't know, but... I don't know either. The way it is right now does not work. Um, yep. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so the bus shows up um, crazily, and Stan is, like... What are you looking at? Like, yeah, he's at first he's like, "What were you doing down there?" Yeah. And he's and then Harry tries to like look around the bus, and yeah. he's like, "What you looking at?" Yeah, and I have to say, they did this scene with Stan and the night bus and everything really well in the movie. It's it's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Same, if we're being honest. Because <laughs> yeah, so Harry fell over, and he goes, "What you fell over for?" And Harry's like, "I didn't do it on purpose. do it on purpose." Yeah, and then um. Harry does stand up and he like looks around the night bus and all you see is Harry looking past the night bus because we're seeing it facing Harry mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Stan's like what? <laughs> Harry's like his head out yeah Stan's like what you looking at? <laughs> and then Harry's like nothing um, but we mm-hmm. don't get all of the thought process of Harry not telling Stan who he is in- yeah because in the book Harry introduces himself as Neville Longbottom because yeah. that was just the first name that came to his head and because he thinks he's a wanted criminal, so he's like, I don't want them turning me in. Yeah. See, it's been a long time since I've read this book, so when mm-hmm. I, like, watch the movies and stuff, like, because I, I, last time I read this book was probably when I, I don't know, a while. So, I would say, I was probably in, like, I don't know, middle school, high school, this something. This is one of the ones that I would skip. <laughs> I didn't like reading it. Uh-huh. But the last time, I don't know, I just, I guess I forgot why he didn't tell Stan who he was. But in the movie, I always thought it was because he was afraid people were, like, working for Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. Like, I didn't. And Stan's like, well, where are you headed? And he's like, oh, this place. But he doesn't say who he is. And he, like, never offers the information up or any kind of information up. Mm -hmm. And so in the movies, it always... I mean, to me, it always felt like he was saying it because he was, like, worried that Voldemort would hear or find out or something. But really, 
He just didn't want Fudge to find him. Yeah, see, in the movie, I always thought it was just that he's a runaway and he just doesn't want people to find him. Yeah, I didn't think that. I, I thought it was literally because of Voldemort. <laughs> I was I was always like, okay, he just blew up his aunt. He's now a runaway. <laughs> and like, okay, give a fake name. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. he doesn't want Fudge to find him. He's like, I can't get caught by the Ministry of Magic. I can't. Yeah. Because, because... They, will, they will kick me out of the wizard world and they might put me in jail. And yeah. I don't want to deal with wizard cops right now. <laughs> and while he's on the night bus talking to Stan, Stan's reading the Daily Prophet, and of course on the front page you see uh, this like article about oh Sirius Black escaped from Azkaban, and Harry's just kind of like hold on a second, like let let me see that, and then you know he reads that, and then he's also starts thinking I'm gonna get sent to Azkaban, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm an outlaw, I'm a criminal, they're gonna send me there going to a maximum security wizard <laughs> prison facility yep no definitely Harry. definitely not if anything you're going to juvie <laughs> the actual place that you were supposed to claim that you knew yeah so yeah <laughs> he he's like freaking out and he's like wait i saw that guy on tv on the muggle television and stan's like well duh because we need to make sure the muggles are aware of who he is and, like, are terrified of him, you know? Yep. Because he's like, we don't want another massacre happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. And he's like, they just, they think that he's armed with a gun. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought that was funny, too. It was just like, yeah, they think he's armed with a gun or a whatever. I d- was... No, I, maybe that was when they were talking about what they thought Sirius did, like, 12 years ago. Yeah, the massacre, yeah. Yeah, the massacre. Oh, they were like, oh, yeah, the but whatever. But stop an escaped criminal from a high, uh, high, what's it called? Something, prison facility. <laughs> high guard. High, high guard, security, yeah. High security. There we go, security. High security. From, you know, just nabbing a gun somewhere. Yeah nothing not really if you're if you're brave and ballsy enough to break out of prison i feel like maybe you don't care if you get caught stealing a gun yeah <laughs> so he probably did that according to the muggles yep um but aren't guns like illegal in london england area i have no idea i, I don't feel know. like that's something that happens or like is talked about in sherlock I mean, we could look it up. If I look it up, it's going to be very noisy. But yeah. <laughs> actually, wait, I can look it up on my phone. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, I really want to know now. I think they are. Let's see. Are guns illegal in England? UK gun laws. Okay. Members of the public may own sporting rifles and shotguns subject, subject to obtaining the appropriate permit. Some firearms, shotguns, and rifles may be licensed and are held on a firearm or shotgun certificate, says Newsweek. Handguns were effectively banned after the Dunblane School Massacre in 1996, with one exception. And that's one a little blurb. I wonder if it'll give me more if I click on it. Hold on. Okay. So 1996. 1996. So at this point in Harry's schooling, people could have handguns. Yeah, they could. All right. They're, you know, they're traveling. And I, 
I laughed because Stan used the word collywobble. <laughs> yes. And it, it just made me laugh. So I just Same. wanted to, you know, include that because I think it's a funny word and I think people should use collywobble. Collywobble. I don't know how I would use it, but... I don't remember. I think it was just trying to describe, like, some random batshit crazy stuff. Hold up. I'll find it. Let's see. I think see. it had to do with serious. I, yeah, I think it did. So I think it was just, like, pandemonium, basically, but, like, collywobble. <laughs> Yeah. Which Collywobble's way funnier than Pandemonium. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, Pandemonium isn't really funny. It's a good word. It's, it's a great funny. word. It it just reminds me of the song Pandemonium from the 25th Annual Cottenham County Spelling Bee. Yeah. That's all it makes me think of. <laughs> Talk about something else, Stan. There's a good lad. The Mascaban guards give me the Collywobbles. Oh, so it wasn't Aaron. Stan, it was Ern it who said pandemonium. that. It is Pandemonium. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So they at least had the right, like, si- si- simile. Simile? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, simile. I'm... Not simile. What is that? Is that the right word? I don't know. I'm... I don't know. I My know brain you. is dead, so let's move on. <laughs> I, I like how my copy of this book says, also by J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, you're one at Hogwarts. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, you're two at Hogwarts. And that's it. I have a 1999 version of this book, so... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> if I bought the books now, it would probably be like a 2021 edition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still want to buy a box set of the books because I don't have a box set. I want but... the one that's that trunk. Yeah. It's I want a really nice set. Yeah, but me too. We'll see when that happens. Me too. Also, I would like to point out that this is before Stan is a Death Eater. Oh, I forgot he became a Death Eater. Because he does look at Harry's scar and go like, who are you? I mean, Harry keeps like flattening his hair yeah. so that Harry no one will notice. To hide it, especially <laughs> whenever he notices Stan looking up towards it. He's like, oh. Let me just yeah. that real quick. Um, and so Stan's like, I think I know who you are, but you said you were Neville Longbottom, so I guess we'll go with that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not until... So they drop someone off where they where they needed to go. Yeah, they and drop some lady like, off. And then he's like, okay, so where do you need to go? And he's like, um, London, the Leaky Cauldron, like, whatever. Yeah, he says Diagon Alley. Yeah, that place. And it's like, okay. And Stan's like, alright, cool, I'll take you there, let's go. And so they go zoom in, and Harry's like, what the hell? Like, how are we traveling like this? Why don't the muggles know we're here? Like, what? Yeah. They don't crash into anything. They do go over curbs a lot. And things jump out of their way. Yeah. So, which is why they don't crash into anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and uh, Harry's really worried because he doesn't think that Ernie knows how to drive. <laughs> and Ernie yeah. is not a shrunken head, by the way. Yeah. He is one in the movie, but he ain't. Well, no, he's he's not one in the movie. Because the shrunken head says, take it oh, away, right. Ernie. You're right. Oh, my gosh. They just added the shrunken heads. It's... I like the shrunken head and Ernie okay. in the movie. but um, Yeah, Ernie's a weirdo. He's, like, old and, yeah. like, blind, basically. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they're driving. And then they end up, you know, at the Leaky Cauldron. And Stan's like, all right, hey, look, it's your stop. Harry's like oh cool and then when he gets out um, Fudge immediately shows up 
Uh-huh. Rip is like, hey, Harry. And Stan's like, what'd you call Neville? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Fudge is like, what is wrong with you? This is Harry Potter. <laughs> I, I really liked the fact that even after he, Stan finds out that was Harry Potter, he keeps calling him Neville. I know. He was so kind of dumb. <laughs> I know. Um, God. We love Stan, though. We do. Well, love him. until he uh, does bad things. But yes. When does that happen? Because I, I legitimately don't remember Book anything. Seven. Book seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, the, that's the first time we ever hear of him being a Death Eater. So. Okay. I couldn't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Harry, when uh, he realizes that Fudge is there, and then Fudge puts his nice tight grip on Harry, he's like, shit, I've been mm-hmm. caught. This sucks. Yep. I'm going to wizard jail. And, um, Fudge then takes Harry and is like, oh, you know, like, come with me. And he's like, we already solved the problem of your aunt. We fixed her. We had a, a team go out and deflate her. Mm-hmm. Um... She's been, what is it, what does he say, like, popped, kind of? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. They poked a hole in her, basically. Basically. Inflated her. (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, um, okay, Joe, where's the logic in that one? How does that work? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I also questioned that. I was like, how does that, what? Humans still have blood inside them. Yeah. Drain her blood until she wasn't huge anymore, or like, what? Or what? Like, I, I, I don't know. Did he actually turn her into a balloon? <laughs> yeah, I kind of question that too, because the way they described her was very balloon-like. So it's like, okay, I could see her being a balloon, but I... Huh? But anyway, her memory has been wiped. She it's been modified. It. Oh, that's right. It's been modified. She won't remember it. Um, And... The Dursleys are totally fine with him coming back to their house as long as he stays for Christmas and Easter break. And honestly, he always does. So I, don't I would say he does that anyways. I don't understand why that was their bartering tool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that either. Because I, I would understand, like... I don't. I don't even know what I would understand. Like stay over summer, he's already tried. <laughs> they don't like. Yeah, him. I would say, and that's the thing too. I feel like maybe the ministry officials probably forced the Dursleys to maybe take him back for the summer. Yeah, I would. Say um, because otherwise, I feel like Vernon and Petunia would have been like, "Fuck no, he's not coming back here ever." Which is when I'd be like, he could just go to the Weasleys, right? Dude, for real. Like, or go to Hermione's. Yeah, like, he could go either place. Like, like they would take him in. Um, but yeah. But we, we do later find out that it's, like, there's something to do with Petunia specifically. Um, and Harry, which is why he has to go back during the summers. Yeah. Like, way later. Like, books later. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> like, book seven or something. Or book six. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Like Somewhere around there. Uh, but yeah, so Fudge is all like, oh yeah, blah, 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 like, you're fine, so like, no harm done, and it's all good, it's all taken care of, don't worry about it anymore, and and uh, basically Fudge is like, you won't go to jail in Harry's mind. <laughs> you, you're not being expelled, you're not in trouble, like, it's all good, accidents happen! So Harry's like, oh, okay, okay, and he still has a home to go back to. I mean, Harry, Harry did say like, you're not gonna expel me, you're not gonna, and- and Fudge is like, no, 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 yeah. no. And then in the book it says, 
but this didn't tally at all with Harry's past dealings with the Ministry of Magic. And I was like, yeah, nope, I know. Definitely not. So, um, interesting. Uh-huh. And it's, I, it's weird because they just, like, suddenly know, like, oh, yeah, this was accidental magic. Like, you didn't mean it on purpose. But, you know, in book two, like, that was on purpose. We know you did that on purpose. And it's like, what? <laughs> I don't even know he did it. <laughs> I know. So it, it just, this whole thing makes no sense yeah. at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Fudge, he does lay some ground rules um, mm-hmm. in the next chapter, which is where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't remember if he laid the, down the ground rules at the end of chapter three or if it was beginning I'm pretty sure four. it's the beginning of chapter four. I okay. read it at the beginning of chapter four. So we're at the Leaky Cauldron. Chapter four, Leaky Cauldron. Um, and um, Harry literally has the freedom to only explore Diagon Alley. He Which cannot, is fine. <laughs> but he cannot go into Muggle London. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Not allowed. Um, which I thought was funny that Fudge was, like, so aggressive about it. <laughs> I thought it was funny that Harry didn't pick up on the fact that anything might have been wrong. Yeah, that too. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, knowing Harry, like, he would have been like, okay, great, good, I want to be in the wizarding world anyways. <laughs> like, yeah, he but, could care less about the muggle world. But, like, really, Fudge was saying you can only be in this very specific, very protected instance of the wizard world. Because there's really no other way to get out of it other than through the leaky cauldron. Or, like, mm-hmm. flu powder, which, like, we know Harry doesn't like flu powder. Yep. <laughs> He's not likely to try and steal or buy someone's flu powder to use to get out. Yeah. Um, and he's not going to be able to leave the Leaky Cauldron because he's been told no. <laughs> yeah. By the minister. <laughs> yep. But also, you know, like, while he's in the Leaky Cauldron, in Diagon Alley, like, there are people that can watch him. Yes. <laughs> many, many spies. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All for fudge, you know? Because that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we like. That's what we like that's in a minute. Like. magic. Um, but Harry is like, okay, cool, that's that's great, I can do my homework, and uh, not have to hide it, not have to do it really mm-hmm. late at night, I get to set my own schedule, I can sleep in, I can stay up late, I can do whatever the hell I want. So he's happy about this. Arena. Yeah, oh yeah. He doesn't care that he's stuck in one alley forever. Yeah, uh- <laughs> I, I thought the crazy thing was that, um, like, he does his homework, like, at a cafe or an ice cream yeah, parlor or something cafe. and he gets free sundays every half hour yeah is harry getting fat <laughs> <laughs> yeah one is harry getting fat two <laughs> does the person who run that like do they know that people shouldn't have sundays every half hour that's how you turn into dudley and then <laughs> also, you show up on my 600 pound life <laughs> also, well okay so that that's a good reason um he he will he will become fat yeah. He, he will get diabetes. Yes. Uh, yes. He has too much sugar every half hour. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Also, the ice cream cafe place will probably go out of business because they're um, <laughs> out free ice cream. Um, to him, every half hour. Yeah. 
And I, I do, I really do wonder what Joe was thinking when she wrote that. Probably just, ooh, kids love ice cream. This is what they want. I'm sitting here like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, kids love ice cream. Harry has been t- deprived of it his entire life. Like, yeah, let's just give him ice cream every half hour to make up for the rest of his childhood. No. Like, yes, kids do <laughs> love ice cream. They do. But they do. most kids have that sensor where if they've had too much sugar, they're like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need uh-huh. it. Yeah. They're not they're not going to consistently eat something if they're starting to feel sick. Or at least most, I mean, the kids that I hang out with daily, they know when they start feeling sick, they're like, oh, I'm not going to like, yep. anymore. They, they go and, like, drink water and then, like, chill out and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially do it. <laughs> whenever you get to a certain age and it's like, it's not like an... It's not like you're in your elementary school days. No, like when you're still in preschool, like yeah. you definitely figure it out. Yeah. And if you haven't figured it out, then that is probably an indicator that you might have diabetes or like might be prone to that potentially mm-hmm. or something, you know? Yeah. It could be an indicator of a health issue. Yeah. You should probably pay attention to that. Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's he's like explored the alley like so many times and every every single day without skipping a day, he has to go and look at the firebolt in the window because he's yes. obsessed with this brand new broom design, but he has the self-restraint needed to not go and take the money out of his bank and buy it. I'm proud of him for that. I am proud of him for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, you know, like the Nimbus 2000, like it does its job and I'm good with it. You and know, it's like, trusty and he's won every game on it. All of Yeah. That. And plus like, who's like, who in Hogwarts is actually going to get a Firebolt and be on the Quidditch team? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no one. Probably no one. Probably no one. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. We're only on chapter four. We are. Um, but yeah, so he, he always goes and looks at it. But then he does do his book shopping. And we get to hear about his book shopping. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to the, the, the bookstore with the, the little book sales person. Yep. Um, I, th- I think this is when he finally actually looks at his book list. It, I think you're right. I think this is when he finally looks And he's like, oh, this is why Hagrid said this book would be useful. Because yeah, on his list is the Got book, it. book of monsters. And he's like, oh, and the, the book person is like, oh, what books do you need? And he's like reading them off or whatever. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, no, not that book. So they okay. go for gloves. He, he doesn't even read his books. Like, it's just like, oh, you're here to get your school books, right? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, get out of my way. I'm pulling on the gloves. And he's like, yeah. what? I, I, don't, I don't need that book. I have it. And they're like. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Yeah, because they had started, like, walking over to the Monster Book of Monsters uh-huh. section or something. Yeah, um, like, they're, they're all just in a giant cage. Yeah. And uh, I I thought it was kind of funny that she slipped in the whole, like, little detail about how the bookstore owner is, like, super annoyed whenever they do books like this. Because it's, like, the same, the same yeah. thing, almost, that happened when they had the invisible book of invisibility. I'm sorry, but how are you going to read an invisible book? Right? I wondered that myself. So, what? Because, like, I, I feel like I feel like you could probably put the invisible books in place because they lost all the invisible books. Yeah, how? Which, I, do, yeah, I don't understand. Because you could put them in a specific place. Wouldn't you remember and them? Just, 
leave them in their boxes that they came in. Like, yeah, come on. Too, but, like, wouldn't you have run into them anyway, even if you had taken them out? That too. Yeah. Like, but I, I think it's also possible that people maybe just picked them up and went, this is mine, <laughs> sticking it in my bag. Yeah. Thank you for the book. Don't know what you're talking about. I think you're probably right. That's probably why they never found them. <laughs> they lost so much money based off of that. Oh my God. Yeah, because they bought the books and people run into them and they're like, it's invisible. <laughs> like, you I'll take this. cracked the code, Colleen. But still, how are they going to read it? They're not. They're not. They just have, have an invisible wait, book. No, they have magic glasses that reveal invisibility. So then I mean, what's probably. the point of being invisible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can just buy those glasses and see everyone. Wait, that's what go. Dumbledore's glasses are. <gasps> that's why he knows when Ron and Harry are in Hagrid's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he put a spell on his glasses to be able to see through the invisibility cloak. <laughs> like, no one can be invisible around me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the greatest wizard there ever was. The, the question, well, okay, I was going to say, the question then is how, how many things become invisible to him then? But if it only works on the cloak, then that's okay. If it works on everything, then mm, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what. Um, we just made this up, so. Yeah, yeah sorry. Not really a full-fledged idea, just kind of an idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is why I could never write a book, because I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is a great idea, and then all of a sudden it would just be like a ton of ideas, and where would the story be? I don't know. I mean, you've tried, haven't you? I did write, oh yeah, yeah, but it was based on Candylands. So I didn't really come uh, up with like the idea, I just kind of added yeah. to it. Yeah. I don't know. I would say my my only problem is that I start trying to write a book and then I get bored and don't finish it. So that's also a reality for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like I just don't have the motivation to do it or something, you know? Yeah. Literally. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> Welcome Disney fans, villain fans, and media enthusiasts. My name is Katie, and I'm the host of the Wonderful World of Disney Villains podcast, a podcast discussing social identities, social norms, social oppressions, and more in Disney media. The Wonderful World of Disney Villains podcast always expresses a fondness and soft spot for the Disney villains, so if you are a Disney villain advocate, this is your podcast. Head on over to www.wonderfulworldofdisneyvillains.com to listen to the podcast and learn more. Uh, the day before they go back to Hogwarts, which we, we, I mean, we still don't know if they get a whole weekend before they go back to Hogwarts, like to go to classes or if they arrive the day before classes start or whatever. Who knows? So it could be, it could be a Friday. Well, yeah, it could be a Friday before they go back. And then they have the weekend, or it could be a Sunday <laughs> yeah. uh, that they go back on, or whatever. Who knows? So we have a yeah. whole weekend uh, range, maybe. Maybe they go back in the middle maybe. of the week and they start school in the middle of the week. I don't know. We don't know. I, I um, like. I do like the idea of school starting every year on September first, but too. then it just it's 
what do you do about weekends? Uh, they just do That's, school. <laughs> I guess, yeah. School starts on the first, no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> um, but anyway, this this day, we will assume, is probably August 30th. Yeah. The day before they go back. I yeah. I'm just assuming it's probably August 30th, because I'm assuming that they have, like, that day before they travel, and then they have the day that they travel, and then they have school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. That could be wrong. It could be anything from, like, the 25th, probably, to the 30th. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, not important. They, uh, Harry's, you know, doing his normal thing, and Ron and Hermione ended up in in Diagon Alley, because, you know, they gotta do their school shopping, too. Okay? Apparently the day before they leave. Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> don't, don't ask me. I don't know. But... They, they show up and they look in the leaky cauldron and they find out that Harry's already left. So they're like, okay, well, we gotta go find him. So then they go into Diagon Alley and they find him outside of his favorite ice cream cafe. Yeah. <laughs> or I thought Harry found them. Mm-mm. Nope. Hold on. They run into him. And they're like, we they were looking him. for you. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, you're right. I've just been chilling. I did my school shopping a while ago. And they're like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wait, hold on. Okay, so um, so Harry had, like, okay, so he got up, dressed, went for a last look at the firebolt, and was just wondering where he'd have lunch when someone yelled his name, and he turned. Harry, Harry, they were there, both of them sitting outside Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor. And then, yeah. So they, they were at the ice cream parlor, and Harry just happened to oh. wander by. <laughs> but they did find him. They so. did, yeah. <laughs> kind of right? I don't know. I don't um, know. <laughs> but yeah, so so they're doing their, their little their school shopping and all their books and stuff, and mm-hmm. Ron's all excited because he got his new wand, and he's like, look at my wand. Yeah. Um, and uh, Hermione mentions that she got money from her parents for a birthday present yeah they're like oh what are you gonna do buy a book and she's like "Mm, (laughs) no i think i'm gonna get an owl yeah and and they're like why and she's like well because you both have owls and ron's like i don't have an owl i have a rat (laughs) yeah he's like errol's the family owl he doesn't count (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, um, he kind of counts. Yeah, he, I, like, I understand. <laughs> like, you still technically have an owl, but. Yeah. Like, like, Harry's pet is his owl. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like, that's just how it is. But, Ron, you just happen to have two pets. So let's not be <laughs> like that, okay? One of them you just happen to share, okay? Yeah, come on. Um. But yeah, so Hermione's like, no, I think I'm going to get an owl. And so they, they're they like, oh, okay. So they head to the pet store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Ron also mentions that yeah, Scabbers has been probably- looking kind of sick. Yeah, so he's like, so. well, I got I to gotta check Scabbers out, too. So yeah. they're like, cool, we'll, we'll, we'll kill two birds with one stone and head to the pet store and get Scabbers sorted out and get Hermione's owl sorted out. So they do. They, they head over there and and Ron lets the, the the shop pet person know <laughs> that uh that Scabbers is struggling, his his pet rat. And mm-hmm. he goes, bang him on the counter. And I was like, 
I know that's not what he meant, <laughs> but that's what it sounds like he means. But you should bang that rat on the counter, please. <laughs> I know. I was like, please do. Like, <laughs> just, just bang hit him on the real hard. Real hard. <laughs> Grab that tail and go smack. Yep. <laughs> I'm not here for animal cruelty, but cruelty to Pettigrew, I'm down. Yes. Um. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And, of course, when he puts Scabas down on the counter and the guy starts checking him out, what do you expect but a nice orange cat shows up and tries <laughs> to attack him? Yep. Um, and so Scabbers runs. He's like, yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. Yep. Uh, Scabbers, like, runs <laughs> into Diagon Alley. He's like, bye. <laughs> he pieces out. And um, the, the, the shop guy, he's like, Crookshanks! Why would you do that? Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think it's funny because um, I, I forgot about the fact that the cat was already named Crookshanks before Hermione got it. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Harry and Ron chase after Scabbers. Yeah. But Hermione doesn't. She don't care about that rat. <laughs> Instead, she stays with the shopkeeper guy and he's like, oh yeah, no one wants this cat. And Hermione goes, you poor little cat. Because she's always wanting to help everyone who's, you know, downtrodden and not loved. And so she goes, I'm going to take that mangy cat. <laughs> yep. Instead of getting an owl so she can actually like communicate with people in the wizarding world. She gets a cat. <laughs> she gets the cat that tried to eat her best friend's pet. <laughs> her future husband's pet. <laughs> yep. I, I was like, that's that makes perfect sense. I mean, perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so So then Ron gets all upset that she did that because she she brings the cat back and Ron's like, What the heck? <laughs> are you doing with that thing? And she's like, oh, well, he needed a home, and so I took him. <laughs> and Ron's like, that thing nearly scalped me and tried to eat my rat. And she's like, well, it's not like they're going to be near each other that often. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, because Crookshanks will be in my dorm, and, you know, Scabbers will be in your dorm. It, it's fine. And I was like, there's no overlap, like a common room. <laughs> and like the pets don't wander around at night like, right i'm sitting here like um hermione mm. <laughs> what <laughs> logic yeah um, it's about that but then they're like i mean they they talk about serious black i don't remember exactly why but they mention him a lot throughout uh -huh. this couple of yeah like, chapters which kind of just shows you that like hey this guy's important <laughs> yeah oh yeah this shows you that he's gonna show up throughout the entire book in some way shape or form like okay because so far we've only seen him in like headlines and conversations people have been having uh -huh. and stuff yep. so, like, we we haven't even seen Sirius yet <laughs> i mean as far have, as we know uh, yeah i would say we have but not that we know yeah. also that's real creepy why did yeah. he stay in animagus form when he saw harry because he's on the run but it's creepy both ways because he's an animagus of like a scary creature that you don't want to see at night yeah like a dark dog thing D yeah <laughs> um <laughs> So, like, that's creepy in itself, because I would not want to find a dark figure 
of like a, a wolfy dog type animal at mm-hmm. night, first of all. Yeah. But then it would be creepy if he was also like serious black because people know what he looks like. Yeah. So it makes sense that he's staying as an animagus. But I just it's just all around creepy. He doesn't have like a nice animal that's like friendly from what <laughs> from what you first see of him (laughs) yeah and it's funny because i i always thought he was just like a dog (laughs) maybe a bigger dog dog. (laughs) but yeah like i always thought maybe he was a bigger dog but no he's he's not he's a creepy whatever he is he's the grim (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yep but anyway we we head back to the the hotel um the leaky cauldron (laughs) Yeah, where everyone's staying. <laughs> um, how do they have enough rooms for all of them? Well, I mean, we don't know how big this place is or how many Good people point. are staying there or probably how many people high. regularly stay there. Like stacked, hmm? I would say. It's probably stacked. High. Probably. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they go back and, and this is the first time Jenny sees Harry um, since he saved her life. And yeah. She's like, freaking the fuck out (laughs) she's like so embarrassed she's like oh god and i think it's funny because it's not even jenny who spilled the fact that she has this crush on harry it's tom riddle (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay Uh, (laughs) but anyway all of the weasleys are there and they're all gonna sit down and and have a meal that is five courses yeah, which I was like, what? So, okay, I guess would that mean that a five-course meal would be, like, they have a salad, mm-hmm. and then they have, like, a soup? Yeah. And they have, like, the another side? Maybe, or, like, like, an appetizer or something? or something? I don't know. And then or maybe we have the main course, or is it the main course and then something else like lighter and then it, dessert? I would say it might be like main course and something lighter and then dessert. I don't understand course meals though. I don't get I, it. I, you know what? When I was in choir in college, we learned etiquette and we learned like the table settings, yeah. but I like I we never discussed courses. I don't remember? Oh, you don't know courses? <laughs> we didn't discuss you. courses. We we discussed uh, what like forks you use. You go from the outside in yeah. for the forks, yeah, but otherwise it was like uh, courses. What? No. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, who knows? Who knows? I don't. I don't. I don't either. I eat my food all at once. Same. All together. All on one plate. <laughs> all on multiple plates. <laughs> that, that would be weird. Um, unless something needs to be in a bowl. Then I'll use a bowl and a plate. <laughs> but only one of each. <laughs> um, so yeah. I guess that makes it a two-course meal? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway... They finish their food and they're all like, oh, we're so tired. We're so full. It's like Thanksgiving. Let's go to sleep. And so they all head on up to their rooms. (laughs) And uh, there's a commotion happening (laughs) where where Percy is very upset about his head boy badge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and Ron is like, oh, my rat tonic's missing too. (laughs) 
Yeah, because uh, when Hermione came out of the pet shop, she was like, oh yeah, Ron, you forgot your rat tonic. Like, yeah. here you go. Right, because they had to chase Scabbers and he just yeah. forgot about it. Um, so, <laughs> I my first response was that Pettigrew was like, fuck that, and so he took both. Because <laughs> I didn't remember why they were missing. Um, so I, I assumed he was like rat tonic yeah right and was gonna go and dispose of it you know <laughs> maybe replace it with something that he would like to drink I don't know um, but no it wasn't Pettigrew I blamed him for no reason he does a lot of bad stuff but this is not one of the things he did um, instead it turns out it was Fred and George, who stole Percy's badge, and Ron had just somehow lost the rat tonic downstairs. Yep. So, Harry is like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna go look for it back where we were eating. I'll go see if I can find it for you, Ron. He's a good friend, you know? He uh, just happens to walk in on the, the um, Molly and Arthur chatting up about Harry and Sirius Black and how uh, Arthur thinks that they should tell Harry, right? Arthur. Yes. Thinks, yeah. Arthur thinks they should tell Harry about Sirius Black so he knows what danger he's in and is aware of it. And Molly's like, no, no, no. It's better if he lives in the dark. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance yep. is never bliss. Um, because he's not going to know what kind of danger, quote unquote, he is in if he meets mm -hmm. Sirius Black. Because who knows if he's actually the target or not. He won't know. Yeah. yeah. So I like Arthur. For wanting to tell him because i feel like he should know the truth He's and hurt. like pe people keep so many things from harry and the series just as a whole yeah that it's kind of like okay please just tell him well and just Mo tell him molly's reasoning for this too is just that it would terrify him mm -hmm. i'm sitting here like he's faced death like twice now at least and then i was like oh let's see hmm. troll Quirrell, spiders, basilisk, and then I added on Lucius because Luffy. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's like five different mm -hmm. possibilities of death, and so I was like, and like those are just the ones in his living memory. Yeah, like exactly. he doesn't. Well, I guess technically he does kind of remember when uh, Voldemort tried to kill his baby. Yeah, that's true. He yeah, because he had those nightmares. Yeah, but, yeah, I just. Yeah, we never hear about the green light after the first book. We still yeah. haven't heard about it. The second one had no mention of the green light. So, I, yeah, I feel like if anything, because I don't remember if it comes, if it actually comes back uh, on the train when the mentor comes on the train. But I, I know in the movie, like he hears like a woman screaming. Yeah, and I'm pretty no, sure that's his mother. He does hear his mom screaming. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's still a thing in the book. Okay, so other than that, like, we never hear about any of this ever again, really. Yeah. Any of his memory of that night. Yeah, don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure if there was a recurring nightmare that you were having all your life, it wouldn't just go away like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> you would think that you would still have that nightmare. Yeah. Even yeah. If, it become, <laughs> if it becomes, like, more rare for him to have it. Yeah, but you'd still I, have like, it so often. I, yeah, because I feel like, sure, maybe he got some clarity as to what it was, but that doesn't mean it's just going to stop. No, because that can happen. Like, if, like, life starts getting really stressful or something, like, that can trigger it 
coming back or whatever, mm-hmm. like anything. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't like Molly's reasoning because like, who cares if he terrifies him? Like he's literally faced a basilisk. Sirius yeah. Black is not scarier than a basilisk. No. <laughs> um, and then they were talking about the Azkaban guards, but they didn't talk about what they were. So who knows what they are? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but we know that Arthur doesn't like them, but he's like, but if they protect Harry and keep everyone safe, then maybe I'll like them in the end. I don't yeah. know. And I was Basically. like, okay, you still don't know what they are, but I know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're the Dementors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're not fun. <laughs> no, they're not friendly either. No. <laughs> um, and they're very creepy looking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so Harry just literally sits there and eavesdrops on their entire conversation. And I was like, I do that too. <laughs> well, I mean, you would. Yeah, you would if they were talking about you. No, but I eavesdrop on like. Well, I conversations all the time. I, I know you do. I know. Back when we were working together, you would message me about people's conversations. So he he goes and hides when he hears uh, Molly and Arthur sound like they're like starting to get up and stuff. And like Harry knows that Sirius Black is after him now and all that, and or like mm-hmm. believed to be after him. They yeah, don't actually, no, because he didn't tell. Oh, hey, Ministry of Magic. By the way, I'm going after Harry. He didn't say that. Yeah, all Sirius <laughs> said was, he's at Hogwarts. He's yeah, at Hogwarts. That's all he said in that's... his dreams and stuff. So, like, and like it, <laughs> it makes sense that they would think that Sirius is going after Harry. Yeah, because of to kill him. <laughs> uh, I know, he just wants to hug and kiss him. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> enough. He's like, hey, God, ne- uh, godson. Why was I going to say god nephew? That was, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Do those even exist? Probably, yeah. Maybe. God nephew? I, I feel like it does. Like, if. Well. Wouldn't it just be a godson at that point? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think those exist. I don't think god nephews <laughs> exist. God, I, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Isn't that like a Catholic church thing? I think so like i i know that it's been kind of adopted into like mainstream stuff yeah i think that's mostly like where it originated right i don't know i think so yeah i think um, it probably did really not important Sirius is harry's godfather <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that's where i was going with that <laughs> all he cares about is making sure harry is safe uh-huh. so he's like i gotta go find harry because I made it out of Azkaban, so let me go find him so I can help him with this battle against Voldemort. Well, I mean, and you, you find out, like, at the end of the book that I'm I'm pretty sure that Sirius was actually after Scabbers. Yeah, he was. So he's talking about, he's he at Hogwarts. He's at Hogwarts, yeah, so he's talking about Scabbers there. Yeah, he wasn't even actually talking about Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Like he, he he could he could care probably less about where Harry is right now, as of affecting him. As of this moment, because Peter Pettigrew is the reason that Sirius went to Azkaban yes. in the first place. Yes, Peter Pettigrew is the reason that James and Lily are dead. Peter yeah. Pettigrew is the reason that lots of bad stuff have happened. Yeah, because people put their trust in the wrong damn person. Yeah. And, you know, it's because Peter Pettigrew was that, you know, quiet, awkward friend and yeah. whatever. Like, people thought he was trustworthy because of that. Yeah. No. Yikes. 
not trustworthy. Very no. malleable. Very yeah. easy to mold into what you want him to be. Which yeah. is not good in a friend who's supposed to be your secret keeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, oh my gosh, okay, sorry, this is a real quick sidetrack, but I was on Facebook in the Harry Potter group that I'm in. I don't, I'm, I feel like you're probably in it, but... Oh, I'm probably in it, yeah. Um, but someone posted about how much uh, they liked Slughorn, and they thought that he was drinking Liquid Luck in the seventh movie and stuff, and then they were like, but also, I really like Snape. And, uh, or, well, no, someone commented on that post about Slughorn, and they were like, oh, my second favorite professor... Snape is my first. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then people were like, why would you like a bully? And blah, blah, blah. Like, they just kept going back and forth, you know, typical Snape conversation. Yeah. Um, and eventually they came to the conclusion that both Snape and James are bullies. Uh, <laughs> they are. Um, but what was the... Oh, oh, oh. Um, then someone was like, well, Snape is the reason that Harry's an orphan. And I responded and I was like, uh, actually, Snape didn't really have that much to do with it because yeah. he's going to kill them no matter what. It, it didn't matter what he said to Voldemort. He, it, like, Voldemort ignored it. He was like, cool, that's fine. I really don't care what you think. I don't care if you like Lily or whatever. I'm going to kill them both. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because he was planning on killing the whole family. So... Uh, well, not, like, uh, planning, but, like, yeah. like, if they're there, why not? <laughs> yeah, but also, he could have gone after the Longbottom family. Exactly. So, so, like, Snape's not the reason they're dead, because Snape didn't even know where they were. <laughs> yeah. The person who is responsible is the person who couldn't keep a secret uh -huh. as a secret keeper. Yeah. That's the whole point of a secret keeper. Because they wouldn't have been found if that secret keeper hadn't spilled the beans. Yep. So you can blame Pettigrew. Not really Snape, though. <laughs> he just has human wishes. <laughs> yep. My bad that he wants to, you know, keep the woman he loves alive. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And he hates James because he has had a bad experience with James. Mm -hmm. Oh no, normal human things. Because James bullied him, and then the girl he loved went to be with the bully for some reason. Yeah, super weird turn of events, but like, yeah. okay, Lily, I feel like you have some bad judgment there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Definitely. that that was my little tangent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny because people were like, Snape, Snape did it. Snape is the reason he's an orphan. And I was like, Snape is not no. the he's an orphan. Did Snape is not the reason. <laughs> I'm like, dude, did you read the books? Do you even remember Pettigrew? Because yeah. he's kind of important. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, so Harry finds the tonic after Arthur and Molly go to bed. And then um, he grabs it and he takes it up to Ron. And then when he gets up there, uh, he's walking up and Fred and George are like snickering in the hallway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like, Harry, we stole his badge and we made it say Big Head Boy. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's hilarious. But also <laughs> innuendos in a children's book. See, I didn't even think about that until I saw your notes and I was like, Oh, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. Teenage pranks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because thinking about them as actual teenagers now, you know, like Fred and George are <gasps> two years older than Harry and Ron, right? Yeah, they're going into fifth year, so they're so, 15. So, yeah, they're 15. Ron and, and Harry are 13. That's a normal thing that teenage boys would joke about. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> especially something that they would pull on older brother. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, fun. we... After I read this part, I was like, dang, I really want friend George to be in the books more. I know, but they won't be. <laughs> I know. Sorry. They'll be like, a little bit more than they are in the movies, though. Yeah. And I, if anything, like, they'd be in book five the most, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they have ministry cars that are taking them to the train in the morning. Um, yes. And... I mean, after after the whole thing with book two there. and the Ford, uh, the whatever the car was Ford Anglia. That's a Ford Anglia. Uh, you know, it's like, well, mystery's gonna take you guys, but also just so they can keep an eye on Harry and make sure he actually gets to the train station in the morning. Yeah, and I. Like, the very end of the chapter is Harry, like, lying in bed, and he's like, I'm not going to be murdered. <laughs> and, and then the, the mirror is just like, that's the spirit, dear. And I was like, good luck, kid. Like, okay. And I was like, I was like, no wonder Fudge is trying to keep him close and all that. But, like, also, Harry's 13. He can't take care of himself. He says, I can take care of myself, but he can't take care of himself. No. I would say, like, there, there's also a sentence that says he'd escaped Lord Voldemort three times. He wasn't completely useless. And I was like, true, but you're still a child. Still a child. Still a child. I have no clue how the world works. You've only had two years of wizarding school. He doesn't even really know how the muggle world works because, let's be honest, he hasn't been allowed to be in it. <laughs> yep. So he has no clue how either world he lives in works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not that's not good for a 13-year-old who thinks he can take care of himself. Yeah. You can't, Harry. You can't. Um so yeah. Nope. That's the end of chapters 3 and 4. Yeah. Um, so we did it. <laughs> we, we did it. it. <laughs> and it's only an hour long. Yep. So like look at us, Colleen. Look at us. I feel like us taking, or like at least you taking less <laughs> is good for our episode times. Yes. So those two chapters did have a lot in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, here we are. We're done. Yeah. That's the end. Yeah. I don't, we don't have anything else to say as far as I know. Join the Patreon. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Come join us. Follow us on all the socials. Yes. <laughs> Please. Talk to us. We want to talk. Talk to us. Yeah. We don't get to talk to you guys because you guys don't talk to us. And we don't know how to talk to you. So. True. We don't have a way to message you guys. Message yeah. Yeah. We'll come on. Back. We will. We really will. I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid to. But anyway. Anyways. Well, I guess we should keep it. Magical! 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMMOMI. Be sure to check out our website at bmmomi.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmomi. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omi at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Bye.